0: Welcome to Daniel Borzer, co-author with Chris Adlard of The Customer Catalyst. Now, Daniel, there are lots of brand books out there talking about customers and about advocacy. Why is this one different? What makes it special?
1: The Customer Catalyst is different in that it takes a much bigger, wider view. If you think about the global challenges we're facing now with growth, you've got the war in Ukraine. The UK announced 0.03% growth today. The US announced 2.7%. There is a real struggle to look at how you drive sustainable business growth. If you think about what customers are looking for now, they're much more discerning about the companies they're working for, you know, for example, you've got the the energy companies where that, that brand and reputation and how they treat the planet in terms of the environment, climate change, how they do business is very important. So we've seen a shift from the product economy 10, 15 years ago where you had very little choice about what product you bought or, or you bought from different companies. You have, you, know, perhaps has, you perhaps had a choice of a couple of things you could buy. You could go to a couple of peers in the industry to, to ask. But now that's completely flipped on its head, where it's very much a customer economy. So as Clive Humby from Tesco loyalty card, you may remember, he talks about data is the new oil. We as customers have a phenomenal amount of data at our fingertips to make a really informed choice about, the type of products and services we buy and also it's really important about who we're buying from so chris and i really felt that there was a, a big opportunity to look about how now you can center everything around the customer with the technologies there we wanted to give a guide for ceos and anyone in customer related roles about how they could drive a sea change For growth, So C standing for the customer with the play on words about C change drives a fundamental shift in growth. So that's really how it all came about. And Chris and I were talking at a B2B marketing conference and had a shared passion for the customer. And we thought, actually, there's a real gap in the market um, for CEOs in terms of how they address that growth.
0: So for CEOs, I would say probably for the last 30 years, long time, there's been the customer is king as a kind of poster in some cases, literally. So why is the C-Change different? What's What's the key point? Is it the growth point? Is it a change in mindset? Is it some kind of transformation? What's, what's going on with C-Change?
1: So it's the C-Change, we came up with a simple framework of 10 steps to help CEOs address growth. So while, you know, for time eternal, people talk about the customer is king, but actions and words are very different things. When we did our research, we found that something like 61% of FTSE 250 companies have CEOs from finance backgrounds. And often, if we're really blunt, that they have limited exposure to the customer. But nowadays you can't afford to be, you know, purely from in a finance silo and not realise how the customer is buying. So it's really, um, we were cognizant that, you know, in one on the one hand, you would got CEOs who are from finance backgrounds Great at finance, but perhaps didn't know how to, you know, address the growing changes of, where, of how customers were buying. And then, in contrast to that, you'd got these amazing customer led communities like Customer Success, um, which in is it is an industry in its own right, which Gainsight have, have done an amazing job at. You'd got Voice of the Customer, Customer Experience. But the trouble was that they were perhaps talking to themselves. So you've got the CEO from finance backgrounds and those customer led communities. So we really felt there was an opportunity for the customer catalyst as a real bible for CEOs and people in customer led roles to break through those silos to drive growth. So what we're arguing is that you have these 10 elements from customer-led culture, voice of the customer, through to technology, digital, customer health, engagement, and ultimately you're nurturing your customers as advocates to co-create exciting new products and solutions that are meeting the needs dynamically of what your customers are really looking for. Um, And that that is what's different. It's really breaking through those silos to drive growth.
0: How do you set about getting your message out there then to CEOs and CMOs? So we we really thought
1: differently when we wanted to do the book. So it wasn't just about a book with our names on. We really wanted to use it as a mission to get CEOs and customer led leaders to think differently about how you can centre everything around the customer. So obviously the book is a start, um, but we also speak to business leaders at events to you know to, to get that message across. Um, and also we've started a, a really interesting podcast where we interview the business leaders many of whom we've written about in the book so recently we've interviewed Helen Beerton who is the chief banking officer at Starling Bank which you remember I was talking about how they've really innovated an amazing customer experience so she talks about her personal journey about how she became an Olympian and some of those practices have made her more cust- the customer led leader she is today through to Sir John Timpson, who is chairman of the Timpson retail chain. So he is an amazing man who started from you know, selling shoes in a shop um, many years ago through to the innovation that they have at the Timpson retail chain now, where they are really renowned for employee experience, where they help re- rehabilitate um, ex-prison offenders who they found to be the most brilliant, loyal and hardworking shop managers. Um, so it's definitely worth a listen to that it's on Spotify and Apple.
0: For people in marketing, if they say, oh, yeah, we know about customers and so on, what difference does the customer catalyst approach make to the marketing role? So I think you know, if you look back
1: about the tr- intrinsic nature of what marketing is, is to meet the needs and expectations of your customers. This is an opportunity for marketing to step up to a higher level. Um, And What we're arguing is that there's a need for a chief customer officer who reports to the CEO that is that orchestrator of growth that works with marketing across all of those 10 elements that we talked about to drive growth. Um, And I think that's a real opportunity. And I think it's very exciting in the last couple of years that you're seeing um, people coming up the ranks of marketing who are becoming... Um, the chief customer officer um, and there's a really interesting um, piece that I actually researched in in one of the chapters about the there's like four or five types of different types of chief customer officer which as a marketeer I think it's worth reading reading all about that to see perhaps which category you might fit in so are you a, an evangelist type of chief customer officer um, or are you more on the customer experience route um, but I think that's a real opportunity for marketers
0: Do you think this is more like a clarion cry to marketers to take on a new role to become chief customer officers?
1: Absolutely. It it is a real opportunity. So we researched the most customer led organisations in the world. This was before the pandemic. So you'd got Zoom. Um, Eric Warren is an amazing example of a customer led CEO who has a 99% rating on Glassdoor. So many of your listeners will know about Glassdoor. You can't cheat that. Um, system Um, but in in conjunction with the customer-led culture he's created they really use customer success and all those elements that we talk about in the sea change to drive growth so they constantly have a dynamic voice of the customer listening channel where they will act on feedback from the voice of the customer to make small improvements to the product and service, which has made them phenomenally successful. So, you know, even before the pandemic, they were very customer led. And yes, you know, they seized on a market opportunity where there was a need for video conferencing where we were all locked away in our homes. But they have been phenomenally successful before that, during and after because of the way they really break through those cycles, those um, silos for growth.
0: And if I could be a little mean and pin you down for the one thing, the one benefit you'd like a reader to take away from the book, what would you say that is?
1: Step up to the sea change and look at those 10 elements to drive growth. So you'll learn from the most customer-led organisations, from Ritz-Carlton Group Group where you'll read about Horst Schulze, which is the most amazing business leader who created a customer-led culture at the hotel chain. You'll know where he coined the phrase ladies and gentlemen, serving ladies and gentlemen, where he empowered every member of staff from like a caretaker to the front lobby to be able to spend um, a certain amount without asking their manager or anything if they felt they were going to improve that guest experience through to Starling Bank, which you'll know about as created from, you know, nothing to be a leader, Challenger Bank, which has created a phenomenal digital experience. So you'll get all these real world examples of business leaders and organisations who are achieving that customer-led growth, but also how you can put put those steps in place and also measure customer-led growth. So instead of the old-fashioned, you know, profit and loss and, and margin, you're looking about net revenue Retention, for example, about how you can measure the customer lifecycle and how you retain and grow grow those customers. And I think perhaps a, a final thought to leave you with from Blake Morgan, who is a great customer experience leader um, who we interviewed alongside many other leaders like that, is that she talks about how the companies which are investing in employee experience, customer led culture and customer experience, On average, they are 4.2 times more profitable than companies that do not invest, which I think is a real stark reminder about how, you know, what I was talking about at the beginning of of our conversation is that if you are investing in all of those elements that we, in the 10 elements we talk about, the sea change, you will drive growth. And I think that's what's exciting.
0: Thank you to Daniel Borzer, co-author with Chris Adlard of The Customer Catalyst. The Customer Catalyst is available on Amazon and direct from Wiley, the publishers. Thank you again, Daniel. Thank you for having me.